Hi, this is Mark. You're about to listen to my show. For the first time, maybe the second, either way, it's a pre-record, so you can't call in. Don't get tempted. I know it's exciting, but you can call in live every Tuesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here at 12radio.com. Enjoy the show. You're listening to The Mark Husson Show. Expect something wonderful. Hey, everybody, and happy Tuesday. It's good to be here. It is August 26th, and if you're listening live, which you could also be listening to an archive, uh, you can call in and you can connect with us, but I want you to get over to see who we are. So come on over to 12radio.com, and when you get there, click the Listen Now so you can hear me. <laughs> and I don't know how you're hearing me until that point. And then get down to the part on the left-hand side that says chat and join us in the chat room. Chat room is completely private and it also allows you to ask questions without us really, without it showing up on your own timeline page. This is Mark Hassan. This is the Mark Hassan Show and we are all about astrology. We're all about you. We're all about making you feel better, remembering that life works and it's okay to have crappy days because we're here to laugh with you, okay? Be gone, silly days of who cares? Okay. Uh, <laughs> it is today a Virgo moon. It's a Virgo moon all day today. It seems like we've been doing a lot of Virgo moon. Yesterday was the Virgo new moon. Today the moon remains in Virgo. Tonight it starts getting ready for its shift into Libra, which will not happen until 3 p.m. tomorrow Pacific time. That means that from 7 o'clock tonight Pacific time, now that translates to about 10 o'clock uh, Eastern time until about um, 6 p.m. tomorrow Eastern time. So I'm helping you translate that for those of you who are as bad as math as me. The moon will be in what's called void of course state. And don't let it throw you, but basically it's fun to watch what that means. It's kind of like without a mission. It, do it doesn't connect to any of the other signs or planets, and it sits there and floats. Now, those of you that are lunar people um, or just simply lunatics, you will definitely feel the shift. You can kind of feel a little listless. You might feel like, uh, you know, you can't hook to anything. You feel a little purposeless. Don't worry about it. It hooks right back in. Those of you that are don't like that lunar energy that are more solar kind of people, you might just revel in the idea of having an unhooked moon. <laughs> this is your chance to find out what void, of course, means and how it feels to you, right? Okay, we have so much to talk about. It's good to be with you guys. I feel normal when I'm back talking to you guys because you guys make it all like okay, right? Um, I want to give a couple special shout outs. I want to shout, shout out to the beautiful Catherine. Your gift is immeasurable. Thanks for sharing who you are with us. And also, Karen Fields, I got your beautiful, beautiful note. I keep wanting to say something back to you, and, and I just don't find the time to put it in writing. So I wanted to thank you for that because it was a very special moment. So isn't that fun to be able to shout out to people? I love modern technology. And to all my Facebook people and the people that are following us on Twitter and belong to the, to the emails, thank you because you do give such great support. 99.9% .9 of you are really loving, and every once in a while we let one of the haters in just to laugh at them. Okay. <laughs> now, you know, under the Virgo cycle, a lot of you understand this Virgo energy. Now, um, Christy uh, put a beautiful chart up on the front of the 1-2 Radio chat room that I had created on the front of my Facebook page. So here's a couple of things. Keep a pencil with you because, you know, I'll be a little tangential with you and jump around. Um, Facebook.com slash my name Mark Husson is where my fan page is. And you can actually just follow it or you can just look every once in a while before a show and see what's going on. And I put a chart up there. Christy grabbed it and brought it into the Facebook uh, private one to radio room. And basically that chart is showing us this week and why this week represents a lot of shifting energies. <laughs> it's really important to kind of understand them. Um, just a couple of more things uh, as we get into this. Um, I didn't get a chance to um, – I will eventually pay way more attention to the chat room as I get this thing down. Um, but the multitasking features are, are kind of masking, ma uh, maxing out within my brain. And so every once in a while, I'll take a moment and take a look in and see how you're doing and uh, say hey to you. But hi, Mercy. It's good to see your face. And um, 
Christina LaFrance and Agneta, Nicole, Judy, Diane, Veronica, I see you. Um, and on and on. Big hugs to all of you. Hi, April Joy. Thank you for being such a part of my life, you guys. You know you mean the world to me, as do um, my team of advisors at One to Listen, which I always love when they say hi and, and share their, their presence with us. Um, so let's talk about this little Virgo theme. Um, we had a new moon in Virgo. Now, I want you to picture this. In this constellation of planets that goes around us, there's 12 of them. And there's 30 degrees in length. I want you just to picture like, and my vision I tell you all the time is a railroad track, right? Except the ties that go across the, the railroad tracks are 30 degrees. Just imagine what a degree is. Who cares, right? <laughs> just like in nautical or space terms, it's like huge. So 30 degrees and you have 12 of them. 12 times 30, I hope, is 360. 360 makes a circle. So you take that railroad track and you wrap it around the earth. Okay, big old circle. And in between are these horizontal lines that are 30 degrees apart. And inside of the square, or the rectangle that is created by those railroad ties, and then the, 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 the metal ones, and then the wood ties that go across, are a constellation, is a constellation. 12 constellations. And they're, going, they're wrapped around the Earth. Now, really, you say the Earth isn't wrapped around them, whatever? The idea here in astrology is that we observe... We call it as it appears, okay? We know the sun is not revolving around us, but we revolve the sun around us in the astrology chart. So that's the important thing about um, understanding astrology. It's the visual for us. It's how it appears. Uh, when you take your first breath, we take a snapshot of the world, of the universe around you, and wrap it around where you were born. So when you're looking at that wheel that Christy posted up, for us in the chat room or the one that I have on Facebook, there's a circle in the middle of, I typed in some things like Venus square Mars. That's the earth. And that band is going around it. And so you get a chance to see in your own chart, natal chart, when you look at it is what was going on. But here's this band. And inside of that little rectangle of each of the rectangles where there's a constellation, a planet resides. It's like a map. So we say Mars, for example, is at, say 22 degrees or 17 degrees of Scorpio, then we know on that map, we go to that little rectangle that has Scorpio in it and we find about 17 in toward 30 and we know where to put the Mars. I know it kind of loses some of you on the math thing, but the idea is the, the chart is like a map and it does tell us and your chart is a walking map. It's your map to happiness. It's your map to well-being and how the planets fall in it. Tell us about what's being activated in your life. We just had a new moon in Virgo. A new moon in Virgo means that in that little rectangular square of Virgo, the sun resided and the moon joined him. <laughs> okay. The sun, the masculine principle, and the moon, the feminine principle, were at the same constellation, at the same degree, two. And they, they started the moon at its darkest point. And from that moment on, when the moon covers the sun, gets in front of the sun, so we see no more light around the moon, from that moment on, the moon then begins to gain light. So the new moon is a new point. It's a beginning point. It's the point when all of the light of the moon has been released, squeezed out, because up to the new moon, we're releasing. And you know what we mostly release? Fear. Because you know why? Fear is what we mostly have. <laughs> That's why it's important to take a look at this whole concept, using astrology to undo fear. Okay, using your spiritual beliefs to undo fear. Now, Virgo activates a certain part of us that is often fearful. It activates the mind. Mercury ruled. So wherever Virgo landed in your natal chart, wherever we see this little new moon at two degrees of Virgo, and your natal chart is a map, okay, there is somewhere on your chart a two degree of Virgo point. And it's going to be different for all of us. Okay, so we find that two degree of Virgo point in your chart, in your map, and we put a pin there to represent where the sun and moon were new. And in that point, in that place of your life, where the, that little pin is, tells us what just got renewed and what you're restarting. 
So if the moon, say, for example, the new moon hit your first house, you're restarting. You look different. You want to start anew if you're a Virgo rising or let's say you're probably more of a Leo rising and that new moon hits your first house. You feel different. You feel renewed. You want to start over. If it hits the second house, you look at your finances different. The third house, you might look at your neighbors or your siblings differently. Why do I say look at differently? Because the Mercury-ruled signs, Gemini and Virgo, change your mind. Your mind is your perception. The mind is actually everything, right? What you see is one thing. What you interpret what you see is the thing, okay? So it's like the truth is one thing, but what you believe to be the truth is everything. Okay, so that new moon hit yesterday, okay? And, and was it alone? Did it, did it, did it have an accomplice? <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> that new moon was not alone. That new moon activated some stuff. Now, let me just tell you at the same time that that moon activated that point in your chart, okay? That moon also was very close to Neptune. And in fact, the sun's going to be on Neptune this Friday. So we're going to we're going to actually See, we're throwing sales up to you at 12listen.com because I got this insight. My advisors, my psychics, my team are there for you, but we need to be there for you, not just passively. We need to be there for you like, okay, there's some crazy astrological stuff going on, so we're going to be there for you now for sure, and we're going to lower the price to help you get there. And that's sort of the new strategy. So I'm going to I'm gonna lower the prices at one to listen for you every time there's an event that I think you might need support or even one you want to celebrate, okay? So here's an idea. On that Neptune opposition, not only did that new moon that happened yesterday – it, it it sort of activated new things in a release for you. It also probably brought up some concerns, some fear, okay? Maybe some insight, maybe some psychic insight. Maybe you took on some things from people. Maybe you had this incredible desire to merge with somebody and take their, their crap. Maybe you found yourself being nostalgic. Why? Because Neptune rules the past. Maybe you found music particularly enjoyable or a movie particularly sad. I saw Blue Jasmine. What what a movie, huh? I mean, who cares about the I mean the to watch this woman to me her descent and then oh god, uh, her descent into from her disappointments into her life. It's like it was absolutely for me very heart-wrenching but also like wow. Um just amazing acting, etc. But anyway, notice I'm talking about a movie pulled me that deeply in. Okay, Neptune. Now, what else went on? Well, Venus in the sky is fighting with Mars to the same degree, the same number. Venus being at 16, 17, Mars being at 16, 17. Okay, so those two are fighting. That means, okay, what to you? Venus is our feminine aspect, again, like the moon, but on a different level now, sexually, more uh, um, sensually. Um, Mars is our masculine aspect, how we go after something. What is our method? How do we use Scorpio? Because Mars is in Scorpio, Venus is in Leo. It's kind of like the fight between, I need you to pay attention to me, but I'm going to work it. <laughs> Mars and Scorpio. But if I work it, did I manipulate you and did you really mean it? So now all kinds of distrust starts emerging on a so, sort of subtle level. You know, are you liking me because I worked you? It's kind of like the old curse of if I put a love potion in your drink. And you love me. Now I got your love. But did I really? Okay. That's why those are always tragic stories. Now, Venus and Mars are sort of fighting. You'll see that in the chart. They are fighting. They're not sort of fighting. I call it a fight. It actually, a fight like that, a square, a 90-degree angle, represents a new discharge of energy. It's a new push. So if you've been stagnant for a while, if you've been mistrusting of someone for a while, you're going to kick them. You're just going, what? Like that feeling, right? Okay, now. But aside from that, you have Mars, this planet that's sort of our passion, how we take action into the world, where we head, um, how we drive forward. Well, it is exactly 17 degrees of Scorpio. Guess where Saturn is, the, the wall to Mars? 17 degrees of Scorpio. Those two are together. So guess what? You got to do, you're not acting from passion alone. You're acting from passion with purpose. I don't want to just kick you out. I want to kick you out and get a new place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to just walk away from that job. I want to walk away into a new job. 
You get it? It's passion with purpose. It's definitely ferocious. Mean, meaning, don't mess with anybody on a mission from Mars that's next to Saturn. Don't mess with them. You're going to lose because you, listening, are going to win. Okay? Y'all notice a lot of whining going on lately too? Whew, Lord help me. Whining. Whining is like, to me, the, the world's biggest form of manipulation. It's A, plays into being a victim. You get to be the victim. And anybody that wants to put out that wine, give you some cheese, make you feel better, is now under your control. And guess what you do to that? What we just talked about. If somebody now is kissing your butt because you're whining, you have to wonder if they're, if they're kissing your butt because they love you, are they kissing you your butt just to shut you up? <laughs> right? It's kind of like somebody going, I can handle the truth. Just tell me the truth. And you tell them. And they freak out. What's going to happen next time they say, tell me the truth? Okay, we have a lot of things to consider here. <laughs> what is my solution? My solution in my own life is let your heart and let the, the, in, your best interests, your best heart interests, your kindest interests serve you. So I am one of those that says it's okay to omit some things to somebody if it's going to devastate them because they are already in a place that's devastated. And I know there's philosophies around never lie, da, 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 but I don't buy into all that. I buy into sometimes it's in my best interest to not give this hysterical monster fodder. So I honor me. I, I, you can morally say that you're just a liar then. Well, maybe that's what it all is because how much, how much of the truth do we really know? So I'm going to give you a partial truth. Plus, I'm a big fan of the truth is a process of talking. So I got to talk a little bit to communicate with you to uncover what I'm really feeling and it might start off with what well, I don't like you. Now, what if the conversation stops right there? Well, goodbye, I'm out of here. There was no process. I didn't get to uncover my onion layers. That's what we're doing in this Virgo cycle, you guys. We're peeling the layers of onion away and you have to, on some level, honor yourself in that process. So if you're talking to somebody who you respect and you trust and they say, let's have this process, I'll stick with you the whole way, then okay, I start out with, I don't like you. I don't like one thing about you. Well, you know, ultimately that ain't true. But you have to start there so you can sort of like unravel some of the feelings. And if you have somebody in your life that can't handle that, mm, well, then get somebody who can. I mean, a friend maybe or call hotline, you know, do something. But you cannot live in this place of denial of your own feelings. You don't want that. You want somebody to hang with you. And I hate people trying to control me with their hurt feelings bigger than mine. So I can't have hurt feelings because I'm going to hurt your feelings. You're in telling you my hurt feelings. So now I got to now take care of my own feelings and now reach over and take care of your feelings. Can, are we allowed to have some mature relationships around here? Please, somebody. Thank you. Thank you. That was so much fun. I love you guys so much. You ready to take a phone call? Christy, we ready to take a phone call. <laughs> Let's do Priscilla. Hi. Priscilla, how are you? I am great. I can't believe I'm getting to talk to you. I can't believe I'm getting to talk to you, Miss Leo, with the Leo moon. You were born on the new moon. It's so cute. And you're an Aquarius rising. You have a beautiful chart, sweetheart. What is bringing you to call the show? Um, well, I'm in a, in a couple of different areas in my life. I feel like I'm so close to achieving everything I want in both my relationship and my job. <gasps> Isn't that a beautiful thing? Congratulations. A, first of all, good job. Yeah. Um, so I guess my question is, um, how do you know whenever something has reached its potential and it's not going to get any different than what it is? Okay. Oh, oh gosh, that's a beautiful question. Are you happy at your job? Are we kind of talking about the job? Um, that's more, more or less with the relationship. Gotcha. With the job, I like my job. I left a very stressful job for this job, moved to a new town. 
um, both for the job and the relationship, is just not able to take care of me financially. And that makes me somewhat nervous. That's right. No, I understand. Listen, you're in a gorgeous cycle. Let me talk to you about the cycle. Jupiter is on your moon to the minute. I love this. Now listen to this. You called, you got through. Your moon is at nine degrees of Leo. Jupiter is at nine degrees of Leo. It's like that happens once every 12 years, only once every 12 years. And today is the day and it lasts for like, it it lasts for months because the effect, it's like igniting a new thing in you. Now it's igniting this thing about work. It's increasing your work ability. It's increasing how you want to give to people because you're such a caregiver. You are a caregiver. You do know that, correct? Yeah. Okay. is, Is your work in caregiving? Um, well, it's in the medical field, but I'm in the billing part of it. Okay. And, and, but I'm and, responsible for a team of employees, so I do want them to succeed. Absolutely. Well, you're, you're caring and you're in, it's nice that you're in the caregiving business, but it's also that you're caring about these people and you want, and you understand, I think how to solve problems. You're really good at that. And you know what else is really important? How they see you is very important. If any one of your people are listening, if they give you a compliment, a genuine compliment every once in a while, things would go so, so great because you get un- underappreciated and it, and it deeply affects you because you work really hard and I think you're unassuming at it. Now, this new cycle coming up is going to increase this sense of uh, work. The, the relationship thing is going to explode. I mean, Jupiter's in your seventh house right now. Your seventh house is eight degrees of Leo. Jupiter's at nine degrees of Leo in the seventh house of other people of relationships. Your Venus is in Leo at 12. So we have four degrees for Jupiter to go and sort of bring this sort of opening to you. Now, for me, if I were you, I would I would put one foot in front of the other and just do what I love to do, keep my focus on me. Don't look so much outward because that's going to happen. I think the floodgates are going to be open. I wouldn't be surprised that you actually already have a suitor or somebody that you're that you're interested in or that there's a new take on an existing relationship that sort of opens for you. But whatever it is, Priscilla, don't overanalyze it just yet because you're, you, Mars and Saturn are sitting on your Neptune and you're just a little confused about everything that's going on. You don't know if this is um, a fantasy, if this is real, if this is solid, if this is enough for you to walk on, if it's going to last, if it's going to linger. We need some time for your psyche to catch up with what's going on. So do me a favor. Let Mars continue its course September 9th. Let Saturn continue That's October 30th. That's the next two months. If you can let that cycle sort of solidify for you, all of a sudden this crystal clarity emerges. And I'm not so sure this job is going to do something to you to add a sense of security and add a sense of stability to you that you hadn't didn't know was there. And it's a very powerful cycle. Like you're going to gain some authority in a different way. And I think your responsibilities are going to expand. But because it's so nebulous, and that includes Neptune, I think that what we need to do is not have you think about it too much, not have you analyze the details. Get your head up a little bit because you want to do that, I understand. But I want you to keep your head up a little, looking at the future, looking at the light of the horizon, and take that beautiful girl with you inside of you. Take her with you as a parent would and start honoring her path. This is a great and very important time for you. I don't want you to mess it up with too much thinking. Is that helpful? It is helpful, and I do overanalyze. Um, (laughs) For the relationship also, because I do find myself overanalyzing. It's particularly (laughs) important around the relationship. I don't want you to think too much about it. You're not in a great setting right now to use your mind. This is a great time to use your intuition, to to have faith. Leaps of faith are very important right now. Like you're in a boat. It's in the water. You're moving. Water doesn't go into rocks. It goes around them. Let the water take you. Just let it flow. And you'll know. You'll know what to do in the relationship crystal clear without any question or without any undigging it, digging it up. You'll just, it, it will happen. But I think we need these couple of months for you to sort of get your mind off of it, distract yourself, take that little girl inside, give her some reassurance. The relationship issues will solidify. And I think you're in for a good surprise, honestly, a really sweet surprise. And, and I don't think it goes away anytime soon. Does that help you? It, it does. And thank you for the metaphor about the water. Okay. Oh, I appreciate that. 
You know what? Because you're so you're you know, I can imagine what it would be like to work with you. And I bet you I hope your employees appreciate it because you're a gem. Well, I hope so too. <laughs> Yay. Thanks, Priscilla. I, I'm glad I stumbled on you before you left Hay House. I appreciate listening to you and you're very informative. Oh, you're a sweetheart, honey. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful too, Priscilla. Don't be afraid to let us know how you're doing. It's always, I'll read everything that happens on Facebook. If you have a minute, if something changes, let us know, okay? Okay, will do. Thanks, baby. Good luck to you. Congratulations. It's a great cycle. Honest. Okay, take care. Okay. Uh, Christy, I'm going to keep going on my roll. I'm going to talk to Jane. And then we'll come back and talk some astrology. Jane, <laughs> how you doing, Jane? <laughs> hey, hi, Christy. Hi, Mark. Hi, one, two people. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Good to hear your voice. And you're in Libra. You're a Libra rising, and you have a moon in Leo, too. Okay, that's two moon in Leo. We are going to pay attention to our patterns today. How are you? <laughs> oh, I just want to know if I'm ever going to get out of cranky phase. <laughs> 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 I'm like, a lifelong person. Is that what this is? <laughs> no, you got Sorry. Jupiter coming up, girl. You're gonna Jupiter on your moon, just like what I told Priscilla. Only yours is later. You got to wait till next year for you. But things should be starting to look up. You do have you do have a lot of Virgo in you. Well, not a lot. But you have Pluto, Vir- um, Pluto and Virgo, Venus and Virgo, and I do think part of you just looks at the world with such sometimes just reality, and it's like, ugh. Okay. but but you are a Libra and in your heart you have the ability to see good in people you have the ability to pull it out and you're entering now right now Pluto is squaring your sun you don't go through that let me tell you how often people go through Pluto square the sun every 112 years okay so that's how unique this cycle is to you Pluto is in – okay, so what it's saying is a square says there's a battle going on and, and neither one of these energies can exist at the same time. The one battle is this is me. I'm a Libra. I see the good in you. I, I love uh, reflecting who I am to you. But then you have Pluto at the bottom going, but there's another part of me that wants to go deep and wants to get – like wants to go um, tell the truth and um, wants to uncover my power, and I'm not exactly sure that the world's letting me have that moment. And so guess what the result is? Crankyville. So one of the things that's going on right now, the Pluto in your fourth house, there's a deep uncovering, like it's an ancestral thing. It could have to do with your dad. It could have to do with that side of the family, and it could have to do with this overwhelming sense of responsibility that you were born with. Like you came in this planet with a sense of I got to take care of the world because there there I can do all this stuff. I've you know, I got to grow up really fast and I got to take care of this and that and I can do it. And then if something goes wrong, who you think you blame? You. So not only yeah. did you take on the responsibility of taking care of people, you took on the responsibility when those people didn't do well. And and but none of it not the beginning part of taking care of them and not the end part of the result has anything to do with you. But you didn't know that. You just did what you, you could do. You're in a process right now of challenging that. You're taking back your power. You're asking the question, do I have to just because I can? Is that my job? And I think what's happening is, is it wakes you up. People aren't liking you very much. You're, you know, you're going to see this reflection of people around you going, uh, I'm not liking it too much. Thank you. Okay, good. But but so but do you understand that a lot of that is pressure put on you culturally is what you were born into. What you're doing now to challenge it is sort of like my my horrible analogy of a pimple popping. You're releasing this gunk. You're releasing the old routine. You're releasing the old beliefs, and you're letting them go. And as they release, they come through and you out. And you're like, ugh, this is all this is all yucky. But can I tell you this? Life is opening up. Friends are showing up that are different than before. There are people who are seeing you for you, who love when you put yourself first, who love when you make a joke and love your humor and love when you smile and love when you want you choose that you want to do something. I mean, that's happening and that's happening rapidly, more rapidly than you might imagine. And as it happens, it sheds light on how much you haven't been doing that. And that can be a little depressing. But That's temporary depression. The good depression is that you realize I've been hiding. 
I've been hiding from my true sense, my true purpose. Now, am I just am I talking BS or are you relating? I am relating, but my, my question was like I started this business like a year and a half ago, and I, the money just isn't coming in, and I'm really, really struggling with do I just can it and go get a job like no. a real job, but then I think about the whole real job thing, and I just oh my god, like, no, 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 you are this process that you're in right now. This process that you're in right now is forcing you into this looking at where you're taking care of something else other than you. Can you try to get your head wrapped around this? The reason that we're not doing so well financially, in my opinion, is that you've considered everyone else in this equation and not so much yourself. Am I wrong about that or is that just – does that make sense or is that is that – am I wrong? Like is it possible that you – okay, okay. I, I, and I don't want to be right if I'm not right. I want you to understand that if you have put everyone else first in this equation and the business isn't working as strong as you want, then in your reality, it looks like you have to disappoint some people to make it succeed. And I'm just trying to tell you there's another way to think of this. There's another way to do this. And there's another way that doesn't have to hurt anyone, including you. But the first thing you have to be willing to do is scrap the business model that you're holding on tightly to and see if there's another way. Because I'm telling you this, Jupiter's going to hit your moon. And guess what house your moon rules? So Jupiter hits that moon. We know that's a good luck thing. But then we look to where the moon is, is in charge of, what area of your life. It's your career. So Jupiter is going to expand the moon. That means expand the career. You're on the right track. All we're doing now is this Pluto square where you are doubting everything and you're being forced to sort through some of this doubt and you co you'll come to a truth. Now, can you hang in there for six more months? I hope so. <laughs> I'm really, I'm have a backup plan just in case, Jane, have a backup plan. But my suggestion to you is by November, you're going to be so happy you stuck with it. Okay. Can you can you can you just do do me a favor have a backup plan and then just but stay the course right now because I think what we're going to see is a part this you can't have Jupiter on your moon and not have an incredible opening. Okay. Can you can you okay, so give it a whirl maybe let uh, me know? Yes, I just have to get out of like Haterville because there's so there's like aspects of it that I just go oh, this is really You do. That's exactly right. But but one of the yeah, things is bring the attention back to you, bring the attention back to your healing, your personal healing. Forget the details. But all you got to do, like like I tell everyone, get that little girl inside of you, be the parent that she needs, not the critical, not the not bitching about the world, but getting her hand and saying, "Let's get through this." And then that part kicks on something in you that's mind blowing, and that's what we want to have happen. And I think that's going to happen in the next three to four months. Four at the latest. Okay. Just breathe oh, through this. All right, you can do it, Jane. You really can, and it's a tough time. Nobody wants Jupiter and Pluto square in their sun. That's hard, but it's what you're going through now so you can release some of this stuff. It happens to, to help free you. Just stay the course on it, honestly. it's gonna You're going to go, oh, my God, it's amazing. I'm so glad I stayed here. I can't wait to see that post. I'm having a vision. <laughs> okay. I'm be giving you a big hug. Yay. Thanks, All right. Mark. You hang in there. You're Thank awesome. You. All right. And hugs to the kitties. Thank you, baby. <laughs> I appreciate it. Take All care right. of yourself. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, so sweet. Okay, you guys. Notice the theme. What we're seeing is Leo. A lot of moons and Leos coming through. We're seeing Jupiter in Leo now. So we're going to see a lot of Leo people reaching out because what happens is when you've been asleep at the wheel for a while and that's what happens when it, Jupiter – like right now, Virgos, y'all are getting a wake-up call. You're slowly going to get – because next year, Jupiter's going to be in Virgo. But the Leos are the ones waking up right now. And when you wake up, Leos roar. They're like, where the hell have I been? What is this? And so that's what you have to do in a sense to be to bring that sanity back the sense of safety and security, okay? All right, so let's talk to Madeline. Okay, let's talk to Crystal. Hi, Mark. Crystal, how are you? Oh, 
I'm so happy to talk to you. I love you. The only thing I miss about Hey House is that music you had before you came on. <laughs> you don't like House of Love? You play I think I, you every play time I heard your music, it made me so happy. Well, you just are missing the intro. I'm going to have to make a longer intro because we got some killer music before my show this time. We'll just make sure you get to hear it. Awesome. Thank you yeah. very much. You bet, honey. Thanks for calling. Go ahead. You're a Capricorn moon, Capricorn rising, but you are a Scorpio sun. Very interesting chart. What brings you to call in? My relationship problems. I wanted to know if um, what was happening. My relationship kind of started falling apart at the beginning of the year. And come April, I just he fell off the face of the planet and... I haven't heard anything, so it was like a breakup without a breakup. So. Yeah, man. Hope You're you being give me some insight. Well, I hope so. Let's take a look here. You've got some amazing things going on, number one. I mean, amazing. It's kind of shocking that you would even call with a relationship problem. Well, one of the things, remember, I could let me list out loud. We talked about Pluto squaring the sun and how Pluto only does things once every 100 years. This is 200-year cycle. Your rising sign is 11 Capricorn, and you all heard me say this. Pluto in the sky is 11 Capricorn. It's on your rising sign. So you Capricorns and Capricorn risings and Capricorn moons are being forced to let go of how you believe it's supposed to be, number one. There's a control factor inside of Capricorn. A lot of people don't like to talk about it, but there is a factor where it's like, this is the way it's supposed to happen. I'm supposed to put this much work into it. It's supposed to get this result. I'm supposed to be this mature about it. And then it's not supposed to fall apart. But it does because there's too much control, not enough heart. And you're being forced in this beautiful way because there's more going on that's opening up your heart. Number two thing that happened, the ruler of Capricorn is Saturn. Saturn's in Scorpio. You're a Scorpio. Saturn's coming along and going, girl, where are you just giving everything and not putting your picture, yourself in the picture? Where are you being responsible for every single being? And why are you so wide open that these people get to just come in and do whatever and get taken care of? So you, on one hand, I can tell by your chart, Capricorn Moon particularly, and the, and the Cancer in the seventh house, are you the caregiver? Are you the one who constantly making sure everybody's okay? Absolutely. Oh, hell yeah, right? So Crystal, <laughs> here's the thing. Saturn's on your Venus. Mars is on your Venus. It sort of locked you up and said, okay, I can't give anymore. But here's the beauty of astrology. Rather than you leaving, you it was set up so it looks like the partner left, okay, that he left. And it's like you, he left because there's a part of you changing on such a core level. Now, I don't know how permanent it is or I don't know if, if he'll come back around. I don't care. What's really happening here is you're building an inner strength that is like no one is going to just take and take and take and take and take and be able to walk away. You don't just get to get all my gifts and just leave. Now, what that's saying is you are never going to do relationships the way you were before. You're strong. You're so, you're really amazing at what you do. You're beautiful. You think outside the box. You have this incredible gift of Capricorn moon and Capricorn are like, what can I do for you? What can I do? What do you need? Let's go create it. That's how you are. Now, Jupiter and Leo, eight degrees, Jupiter in the sky is at eight degrees. It's like, what are you doing? This is amazing. You're, it's such an incredible time. You're having your Jupiter return right now. It's about to cross in about a month into your house of intimate relationships. So if that person, your partner, this guy is not coming back, if he's not coming back, there's going to be an immediate place in there for you that somebody else is going to show up. Now you have Saturn in Virgo, which means you take responsibility for everything. I'm going to ask you to quit doing that. Okay. Saturn in Virgo criticizes themselves. Like what'd you do wrong? Here, this person walks away. Let me tell you something. Think about this. You're in a relationship with someone. You both are pitching in. What right does somebody have just to walk away, not say anything? I mean, what kind of person doesn't go, can we talk for a minute? I got to walk away. <laughs> At least that. Right. Right? So please think about that. Just walking away is about as mature and conscious as, I don't care. Even if you left a little note, can't do it. Wish I could face you. I can't. That's at least telling the truth. So just walking away and leaving you with a sense of guilt and frustration and hurt and blame is you can't work it out. Where are you going to work that shit out? 
Who are you going to talk to? You can't talk to the person now. The rest, it's like they suddenly got hit by a car. They don't live anymore. They got abducted by aliens. It's like the leftovers. They just disappeared one day and you're stuck dealing with it. Well, you don't have to be. You can make a choice not to deal with this. You don't have to be dumped on like that by somebody, by their willingness, unwillingness to talk to you. Don't, and that's why it doesn't deserve analysis on your part. It deserves, it deserves love and compassion and strength. And you build a new commitment with yourself that you will be a way that we're not going to let that stuff get to us. I'm not going to let another person control me by walking away. It's bad enough they control you when they're in your space. Now they're going to control you by leaving. I demand that you pull yourself in and not think about this too much. That you allow new person to come in, you allow new love to show up. Because I don't care how remorseful. To me, there's a point, and Scorpio, I know you know this one. There's a point where it's like, wait a minute. I I don't know that I'm going to forgive you for this. I don't care how spiritual it is to say the word forgive. I don't know that I'm going to ever forget that you did this to me. And I don't know that I ever want you back in my life. And you're going to get to that point. And I'd rather you get there sooner than later. Now, good news, gorgeous things are happening for you. Life is opening up. You've got, you, you have, you don't know this yet, but your subconscious mind is totally being in this little fertile field of brilliance for you. Wisdom's coming in. You're being guided flawlessly. Pluto on your ascendant is going to make you, again, fearless. Somebody who you ain't going to put up with anything. You're going to see the truth. You're going to honor it. No more hiding from the truth. And you got that already with your Scorpio son. And the Capricorn moon is going to ensure that no matter what happens, you're going to survive. I love your chart, Crystal. I think the cycle is powerful. It's amazing. And I'm just asking you, please, for the sake of everyone listening in, do not overanalyze somebody who gets to walk away. Does that make sense? Okay, Mark. Yeah, totally. I love it. Thank you oh, so, so much. Bad. Yes, honey, thank you. And I hope you didn't feel like I was yelling at you, okay? I'm not. <laughs> no. no, I felt the love. I oh, love you good. back. <laughs> Yay, baby. Thank you, Crystal. Big hugs to you. Let us know when the new person Thanks, comes Mark. up. Okay, All I right. will. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, we're, I'm going to keep going because I love you guys. I can't stop talking. Okay, so we're going to talk to Kathy. She's out there. Hello. Hi, Kathy. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to the show. You're a Scorpio, too. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love you, Mark. I love you back, honey. Thank you so much. You're a Scorpio. You're a Sag rising. You have an Aries moon. Oh, I love that. Talk to me about what's going on. Everything in my life is just awesome. I own my own business. I'm a graphic designer. I love everything. But where is my man? Oh, my God. The love today. I'm telling you. Okay. Where's your man? Saturn is in Scorpio. It wants to hit your son and give you this sort of sense of security that's been building inside of you. Jupiter is coming onto your Pluto. He isn't really far away. I think the thing is, let me just see when something's going to hit our little, um, you have Gemini ruling. Oh, I got it. I'm thinking that we need, <laughs> I'm thinking like around uh, early October, Mars is going to hit your little Mercury and Mercury rules your seventh house. You're, you love people. You love the connection. You love being in relationship. It's really true. And I think that what we have to do here is let us get a little, um, we need to get a little action in the Mercury Mercury zone. But why is that? Because Saturn's been in your 12th house. You're doing something on the inside. You're restructuring yourself. Um, you might notice totally. that you're, yeah. And I think you're noticing that you you want to give more structured time to you personally. Um, this is a big change for you because I think you tend to, again, Sun in the 12th, probably like to merge with your people. You you completely become in their lives. And I think now what yeah. we're going to see, yeah, I think we're going to see Saturn's restructuring you a little bit so that you have this boundary. Like we're, I know you so love your life. Look how you said, I love my life. Listen to this. If you, if you love your life now, which is so great, when somebody comes in that takes you away from that, an alarm will go off now. And all we're doing is yep. anchoring the love, right? So now you can have somebody come in and the alarm's going to go off like, wait a minute, I became a golfer. I don't golf. Get away from me. 
you know, no, I'm, te- I'm teasing a bad example because that happened to me. But it's sort of like, I, wait a minute, I just took off a thing I don't even like, and here I am. Get, stop. I love my life. And you have this reference point of loving your life, and that's why, in a way, it's gorgeous that you love your life right now and because no one's going to take you away from that. But I think one of the reasons you're aware of it is because they're on the way. So in terms of timing, I'm thinking like, between 30 days, 30 to 60 days, like a month or two, um, we have September and October because on September 16th, Mars is going to be right on your ascendant and that's the passion planet. We need it to come out of your 12th house so you can actually see it. And that's going to be the middle of September and then we have a month from that, it hits the ruler of your 7th house. So I think some somebody's galloping in, baby, I do, and I hope you'll let us know because predictions are tough with that because we don't ever know if they came true. So you get to say, here he is or here she is, whatever, and, and this is the love, this is my baby, and you just have fun with that and let us know if you can. But otherwise, I love that you love your life. You're a Saturn and Virgo. Saturn and Virgo people listening to this, you guys are like crazy moral you have this incredible integrity that i love the problem is that it can turn on you if you take it too seriously like when you start blaming yourself for stuff that saturn in virgo is crazy mean to itself and so i love when i get a saturn in virgo going i love my life because that means it fit every single thing that you believe about it should be that you got there legitimately Because you're so you're honest. You guys are like the best. So be gentle with yourself. And then I would love to hear a little post that said, I found the person, whatever. Just something. Because I think a couple months. I don't think much more than that. All right. I love okay. it. Okay. Does that help you? Love you, Mark. You're awesome. I love you back, honey. Thank you. That's so sweet. Take care now, Kath. Let us know. All righty. Bye. Bye, honey. All right. We're going to go keep going. I can't help it. I'm addicted. Jennifer. Hi, Mark. Jennifer, how are you? I'm great. I'm so happy to talk to you. Thank you for all your awesome energy. (laughs) Thank you, honey. You're a Leo. I love. See, when Leo's compliment, it's so pure. It's so sweet. And you're an Aquarius rising. Leo, son, you have a cancer moon, you know, dear to my heart. Um, What brings you to call in? Oh, my gosh. I would just love to hear what you have to say about my chart. I've been kind of enjoying Tower Peak for many years, I think since like 2009 or something, and I never got to talk to you, so I'm all excited. Well, you're in a great, great, beautiful, beautiful cycle. Of course, you know you're a Leo, Jupiter's in Leo, so we're seeing this expanse, expanse at work, expanse in your sense of duties. I think you're you're really kind of getting to this place of, you've been through a tough time with Saturn on that Neptune. I think now we're seeing that you can enter a ritual or a routine, or something that you're doing is starting to click, and it's feeling really good. It's going to continue this cycle for about four more years when it finally culminates into probably a new job. Secondly, um, Chiron. Oh, good. I love that. Chiron is on your, your Jupiter and we call that sort of like a Cinderella aspect. You are in a cycle now where you can have what you desire and you're going to feel that. And it's going to be beautiful. You, you have a very profound, um, opening to people. You, you feel their pain. You, <clears throat> it's amazing how you care for people. Um, it's really rich, but it's also very limiting in terms of like if somebody's in too much pain, it can derail you. And so I think Chiron's coming along to help you see that, put that to use for you, where you can actually make a, a dream come true for yourself. Like just hold – I want you during this cycle to keep your affirmations very powerful, keep your thoughts very positive because you're entering a new zone. More people are going to come into your life, and I want those people – to carry with them the kind of blessing that you believe people have. Now, Mars is going to cross the top of your chart. Um, again, it's so funny. I sound like a record. Not uh, September 15th, Mars enters Sag, and I think that's where we're going to see some business things take off. Uh, finally, some recognition that you deserve. You're lucky at work. You, 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 you're just lucky there, but I have a suspicion that you're in the service industry as well where you're caring for people. Um, are you or is it completely opposite that? I used to kind of be in that realm, and now I'm in kind of a dry area. I'm isn't that I'm interesting? Go ahead. Years. Yeah. And what? And are you? What so, kind of? Oh yeah, I'm is not it? like it's very like technical, and it's not, and it's Beautiful. a lot of reports. But I used to be a dental assistant 
So, well, it's interesting that um, both people that have charts that look like they're caring for people are now are doing a very simple thing that almost looks opposite. And I really do believe that's a sign of the healing that takes place. That's how you guys opted out of this too much care for people thing. Um, and I got to remember that when I talk to people because I do love that. It's But watch and see this change that occurs with Mars happening mid-September because I think there's still a part of you. I think you're going to get promoted or I think you're going to you're going to be um, in a position of more authority and more respect very, very, very shortly. Oh. If, yeah, I think that's really That's fun. making me happy. Now, did you say September 15th or December? I September. Sep, sep, okay, sep. Yeah, not I'm, far away. Go I'm ahead. really wanting a bonus. <laughs> oh, really wanting I, a bonus. I didn't get the bonus I was expecting. So, well, I think if you're wanting that, and that that's what I'm saying about keep those thoughts because something really like that is on its way. Uh, no question about it. So, I hope you'll let us know. Go ahead. So you think that this four year cycle is going to include this job, and then later another job? Is that yeah, what I think that in four years you we're going to see you take this and catapult even somewhere different within that four-year time. But this job right now couldn't – there's so many surprises coming for you. There's openings. There's expansions. New people are coming. You're going to get noticed in a different way. And I think what we're going to have here is um, you finally building a skill that you didn't even realize was was going to be a part of your next phase of work here. Oh, very cool. Okay, yeah, man, it's exciting. Beg your pardon? Yeah, it's been a little weird. It's been a little oppressive because I was the oh, person yeah. that um, was giving me all my work. I was actually in a relationship with, and that relationship ended, and it's been a little yucky and sad. And so this is all kind of a happy thing to hear. <laughs> oh, I know. And I'm telling you, you learned a big lesson with Saturn on your Neptune. That was the romance part. And don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes, I hear you, and I'm trying to adhere to that. It's so yeah. true, and everybody who loves me tells me that. Oh, I it's know. So true. It's, it's my just daughter hard. Says, I think you'll appreciate this. My daughter says you you jump in, you watch it burn down, and you stay anyway. <laughs> That's right, because your heart is that big. You stay connected. That's how you're doing it, and you're in that technical field, and, and if you weren't in the technical field, you'd be doing it as a doctor or a nurse or something You know where you were merging with their pain. Well, you just feel yeah. Interesting enough, my daughter was in an unfortunate collision in May, and she's recovering, so I don't know if that's where you're picking up on some of that, because I would be more of a caretaker for her right now if she would let me. <laughs> she, she gets to the point where she says, no, Mom. <laughs> no, <off>. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely in you. You're psychic. You read people. You have it. It's just a part of you. You just don't even know probably how deep it is. But follow, you, when you're in relationship oh. at work, you feel them. And that's why you stay longer because you don't want to hurt them. You make so many decisions about the other that this cycle is so healthy for you because I think it's going to keep you keep paying attention more to you. That is all so much the truth, and you gave me goosebumps, and I'm so honored that Mark's cousin is acknowledging that I can be psychic because I've always known it. Oh, not can be, baby. It's off the chart, psychic. You just had we just do it different ways, but that's why you. That's the love of romance. That's the romance at work. Is just you felt them and their need, and you stayed because you felt them and their. It's so much about the other. Oh, I totally kind of yeah absorbed. I mean, I I. I disappeared and I became what they needed. And it was, That's it was right. like, oh man, I'm smarter than that. Why did I do that? <laughs> so oh, no that. more of that. <laughs> right on. Okay, Jen, thank you <laughs> thank so you much, so sweetie. Much. Well, keep us posted on how you are, okay? Thank you. I'm okay. sorry, say that again? Keep us posted on how you're doing. Oh, oh, I sure will. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, baby. Um, I'm just going to give a shout out here, Christy, to Rich because I know we are out of time. Rich, do not give up. Your finger is like being put in an electrical socket and it's really a crazy, crazy cycle. I'm excited for you because what we're going to see is this increase. You're going to get some recognition that you deserve. If you get a chance to call in next week, try again. But really, this is an awesome time for you. And I, you're, the circumstance because Uranus in Aries isn't going to stay forever. <laughs> 
Okay, she's amazing. She's psychic. She's a she walks on the edge of life. I don't even know how the woman works in both realities, but Kathleen Hall, Psychic Cat, is coming up next, and she does her gallery style readings. You'd be well advised to stay and follow up. Followed by the amazing CA Brooks, part of my Power Peak series. I do run reports for you at one two reports.com. If you want to see it in computerized form, what you're going through, please feel free. And guess what? We're having an unannounced sale Thursday. So write and make note of that because I'm sending a note to all the people at One Two Promotions. You are my life and my love. Thank you so much for being a part of who I am. This is Mark Husson. This is the Mark Husson Show. I'll see you next week and I'll get these archives up quickly. And tonight at four, we're having a replay. So tell somebody if you missed it. All right, guys, big hugs. See you next week. Thank you, Christy. Bye now. 